Welcome to Business Connection Zoom Edition. I'm Liz Spencer. Today I'm joined by Amy Brandt, who's the Vice President of Business Solution for DuPage Credit Union. Amy, welcome. Thank you. Glad it's to nice be here. To, it's nice to see you again. Now, this is the seventh year for We've Got Your Back, Back backpack fundraiser. You guys are always so great with this and you're giving back to the community. Tell me how this is going to be different this year because of COVID. Well, you know, we're working through um, what changes need to be made. Um, so far, our sponsors have been so generous and we've already raised $8,800 towards our $10,000 goal. Um, right now, we're preparing for purchasing of school supply kits knowing that even if the kids aren't back in the classroom, they'll definitely need those school supplies. Um, as we know so far, the back to school fair, of course, is still happening in August. It'll just look a little different than it has in the past years. And when you say it looks a little different, what, what do you anticipate for the people? Well, um, we will have the area at the DuPage County Fairgrounds, it will be a lot larger than it was in the previous year. And it will be basically a drive-through pickup of the school supplies and any other um, items that are being collected um, for through Catholic Charities, you know, for these families. I know one big item that they're working on is with the um, internet companies for internet service so that kids can e-learn in the future. That's wonderful. And you had mentioned that no matter whether they're e-learning or if they get to go back to school on some type of reduced schedule or whatever, kids still need a backpack of stuff. And, and, mm -hmm. and in these backpacks, they're all ranges, right? Are they, what age group are you aiming for? Well, it's the grade school through uh, junior high is, you know, one standard pack that we get. And then we also purchase for the high school students. So, you know, just based on those grade levels and what kind of tools they'll need. That's great. Um, now, you do something really innovative. You have your drive, drop, and donate event, which is how we can help you help Catholic Charities and, and our kids. Um, because you offer, tell me a little bit about that event and how we get involved. Okay, well, this has always been in June. So um, June 19th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. here at 1515 Bond Street in Naperville is our Drive, Drop, and Donate event. It's a shred event and electronic recycling. Uh, you can visit our website and find out what we'll be accepting. And this year, obviously due to COVID, we're gonna be taking all the precautions needed to keep our team and anybody you know, dropping off items safe. So we'll have masks, gloves, um, envelopes for donations. Uh, we're asking that people put their items in their trunk so that they don't need to get out of the car and our team can handle all that. Um, we'll also have masks and gloves for people coming in, in case they need those as well. Great. And for the, the donation piece of this, so we could give you an envelope with some cash in it, will you be able to take anything um, card-wise? We are. We do take debit and credit cards as well. Good, yes. good. Yeah. That is, you know, was a growing trend and now everybody wants to use the debit or credit cards. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be prepared for that. That's great. Um, I, I love the fact that you incorporate a little bit of what the bank does um, and have us come and you know take our stuff and get shredded, which we appreciate. That's a great, 
great tool. And then we get to see where you are and get to meet you guys a little bit and all donate to this great event. So I thank you for that. Tell me a little bit about, um, we've got these kits and the kits get picked up and then anything else I need to know about the backpack campaign? Um, you know, I would just like to thank all of our sponsors. We've had um, at least 12 sponsors um, donate to, again, help us meet our goal. So that's been huge. You know, they um, are in the community or, you know, other areas, but they also see the importance of this cause. So um, we're just glad that we've been able to continue to do this for seven years. And I'm confident that we're going to exceed our $10,000 goal, especially with Drive, Drop, and Donate coming up. I'm sure that you will. And I'm sure that your sponsors see all the effort that you guys put into it. Now you received a grant. Tell me a little bit about this grant you applied for and how that impacted people. Well, the Federal Home Loan Bank, which we're a member of, they were offering a COVID grant program. And basically as a financial institution, we were allowed to apply for up to $20,000 in grant money to donate to either a nonprofit or small businesses. So we found out within a week of applying that we received the grant. Um, so we chose four different um, organizations to donate $5,000 each. Um, we were able to support the Northern Illinois Food Bank, knowing that you know food pantries and mobile food truck uh, participation is doubling, if not more, and that there's a need there. Uh, our Naperville School District 204, which has 28,000 students and a relatively large homeless population, um, you know, we donated to their fund as well. The Illinois Credit Union Foundation, which helps credit unions with all of our different community programs, um, they're our trade association and they have a foundation. So they were another recipient of the donations. And then Catholic Charities in Will County, they, um, you know, we support the DuPage County or the Joliet Diocese for um, Catholic Charities, but Will County as well, you know, they're within our field of membership and they've um, come into some funding issues this year. So we thought that they would be a great partner to help out as well. That's amazing. You know, and I, I applaud, well, I applaud DuPage Credit Union and, and you, Amy, you're such a community member, such a community contributor. And, and $5,000 is a, is a nice um, donation. You're able to do something with that rather than, you know, just, you know, carve it up too much where it just doesn't quite have the impacts. You're making an impact so much in the communities you serve. What a role model you guys are. I cannot thank you enough for all that you do. And, and, and thank you for joining me on Business Connection. We wish you well. And we're gonna see you at the Drive, Drop and, and Donate uh, uh, event so that we can get some things shredded and give to your wonderful cause. Well, thanks so much, Liz. It's always great to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. Be safe, friend. You too.
Welcome to Business Connection Zoom Edition. I'm Liz Spencer. Joining me today is Don Hershick. She's the Managing Director of Supporting Strategies. Welcome, Don. Hi, Liz. It's nice to see you, even if it is on video. <laughs> right, right. It's nice to see you. You've been a, a great supporter of the station. We totally appreciate that. Tell me a little bit about how your company is adapting to these times. Yeah, so Supporting Strategies provides outsourced bookkeeping and controller level services to business owners. And like many businesses, we have seen a shift um, totally dependent on our clients because a lot of them have seen a downturn in business or mm -hmm. have had to close temporarily. Mm -hmm. um, so there's little to no bookkeeping that needs to be done. But for those businesses that are still operating, Clearly, they still need our services, and I would say now more than ever, uh, because when it was time to apply for all the different, different assistance, like PPP, EDLI, um, all of those other things, they had accurate, up-to-date financials to be able to apply for that assistance in a timely manner. They didn't have to scramble and, and make sure that they hit the deadlines for those um, grants, loans, whatever the case was. And now that they're starting to receive those funds, we're there to help them account for it all correctly because now they're having to apply for loan forgiveness or you know, just making sure that they understand where that money is and how it's being used to help the business. Absolutely. It's a wonderful thing that you know, businesses have been eligible for some support and some help, but it's a complicated process and I would not want to go it alone. So I would want to go with you for sure. Yeah. And you know, that's an, another valuable piece that we provide. Our team members have been keeping up to date with all of the different changes, you know, that it seems like every day <laughs> there's an update to the SBA loans or the forgiveness. So we're constantly staying on top of it helping our clients with questions that they have or pointing things out to them that they may not have time to look at or research. What do you think about the idea that, because I think it's become very obvious that um, if you have professional bookkeeping and financial support like your group, um, you were able to get through that that loan much quicker and it was an easier process and you had a team. Um, so I'm sure businesses are thinking, gee, I need to do that. Is now a good time to switch if they're looking at their own, own situation and say, oh my God, I just need some help. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think now is a great time for business owners to make some changes because they have some time now to focus on things that they don't usually have time for. So in addition to reviewing their operations, they can also review their back office procedures and see if there's things that they need to change. I think, yeah, now is a great time to do that. What do you think are some of the challenges that um, businesses face when they want to go uh, into the digital realm to a virtual bookkeeper like yourself? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges that a business owner would face right now is moving to a virtual model is how they manage their business. So they have to learn how to change their workflow from paper to online. And we're experts in helping them through that change. Right. Well, I'm more, now more than ever, I mean, now you've been forced to. So if you've been paper, this is a, that makes a perfect point of it's a good time to change, get some guidance, get some help to get that right. done. Yeah. And, and again, now that they have, they may have a little extra time. It, it's a good time to interact with, somebody likes supporting strategies because we can really have some in-depth conversations about their procedures and, and going forward, what that looks like to be virtual. 
So tell me a little bit about your team. You have a team. It's not just you. Yeah, for sure. Our team <laughs> has always worked remotely. They are experienced accountants using secure best of breed technology with proven process to deliver our services. So that combination makes us a great resource for business owners who want to migrate to a virtual model and have solid accounting foundation in place. What would be the three things you think you help businesses do best? So the, the three things that always come to mind when I'm talking to business owners about what's happening in their businesses are we help them find time. Uh, as we talked about right now, they might have a little more time, but we help them, you know, find time to focus on revenue generating tasks. So they don't have to manage the accounting piece. They don't have to do the accounting or the bookkeeping themselves. That's one thing that we do. The other thing is we help them know their numbers, which is, you know, essential in any business. You need to be able to trust your numbers so you can make intelligent business decisions. Um, and then finally, I would say we help bring order to chaos because a lot of times, you know, things kind of get pushed to the side. They're not sure what to do with it. So we come in and we organize that, streamline their back office and accounting procedures. I always think about, um, you know, my, my team and, and my financial person as having that covered for me. I need to go do what I need to do best, which isn't, I'm, I'm a TV producer, so I'm, or a business connection host. Um, I don't do bookkeeping or accounting. It's not my thing. Right. That's where I would want someone like you to do that and, and have a really good relationship with you. Yeah, and we do really become part of their overall team in the business. They, they really develop those relationships with the team that they're working with and you know, feel like they can go to them with questions. And that's really what we're trying to do is overall become part of their team, work with them, help them be successful. So like you, they can go out and focus on other things and not have to worry about whether the bills are getting paid or the money's <laughs> being accounted for correctly. That's wonderful, Don. It's always a joy to talk with you and hear about your company and what you do because it is so valuable. Most business owners, really, we just want to do what we're good at, which is what we started our business about. And we want someone who loves what they do and are really good at it like you to do that part for us. So yeah. thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Liz. Be safe, my friend. You too. Thanks. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us. Those stories that impact our lives. Stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media.
Welcome to Business Connection Zoom Edition. I'm joined today by Dave Micah from BMO Harris Bank. He's the market president. Welcome, Dave. Thanks, Liz. Great being here. Great being with you. Tell me a little bit about how the current pandemic has impacted the BMO Harris and specifically in Naperville here. No, I appreciate the question. And, uh, you know, it's clearly been uh, a different environment for us to operate in and one that we we've taken obviously seriously as we look at the environment, doing our best to take care of our employees, take care of our customers, serve the customers in the healthiest way. So we've kept, uh, you know, our branches open uh, as a whole, but we have uh, moved to just drive up only services. Um, Want to make sure people really understand that it isn't your typical drive up. We can do practically anything through the drive up from we're closing our loans through drive ups, we're doing wire transfers through drive ups, we're obviously still cashing payroll checks and handling deposits, but really letting people know that the full services of the bank are still available to them right in their local communities uh, at our local branches. And so that's been a, a big part of sort of the uh, the transition and things we've done to keep our customers safe and healthy, keep our employees safe and healthy, and still meet the day-to-day -day banking needs of our customers. Um, I'd also say this has been, you know, a challenging time economically for folks. And, you know, as a bank and helping people with their finances every day, we've also stepped up in ways to, to really make life a little easier and, and maybe provide some relief through our hardship relief programs. And, you know, what that means, Liz, is, you know, things as simple as, you know, waiving fees on accounts, or if someone needs access to money now, and they've got a CD with us, waiving the early withdrawal penalty so they can get the, the cash uh, that they need to meet their day-to-day -day expenses. Um, if they happen to have a loan or a credit card or a mortgage with us, we've literally offered a payment deferral program. So people can defer uh, those payments until we get through this crisis and, and they really get back on their feet financially. Um, so we've tried to do a number of things that not only protect the, the public and our customer base, uh, as well as our employees, but really are hopefully adding some value and, and some relief to make it a little easier to, to make their way through this environment. Well, you, you have said some magic words to me, relief, customer service, uh, stepping up, because um, I think that many people view banks differently now because <clears throat> of what you've done. You've you know, we've always viewed banks a little bit as scary and got to make that payment. But now with those, that hardship program, there's some, there's a handout, there's some assistance. And yeah. I appreciate that, you know, and that, that moves me to the next question that, you know, businesses and not-for-profits also look at banks with an, you know, full heart because of the help that was given through the, you know, helping us guide those SBA loans for their paycheck protection program. Yep. So tell me a little bit about what BMO did. I mean, it was pivotal for businesses. You know, I will tell you, it really was. And I, probably some of the most heartwarming stories you've heard and, and maybe heart-wrenching as well mm -hmm. was hearing, you know, people literally, I'm going to lose my business. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'm really putting my employees in hardship. Uh, and to have uh, you know, this SBA program come through that have provided, uh, you know, the funds through the banks to be able to support those businesses and provide the funds to maintain their payroll, you know, to make their rent payment, uh, et cetera. Um, I mean, it really was a godsend, I think, to our communities mm -hmm. as a whole. And um, it was something we were very, very proud to be a part of uh, and to participate in. And, and we invested significant dollars to be able to do it in a way uh, that was as as human, but still as as simple as we could possibly make that process for our 
our customers. And uh, you know, it's uh, uh, for us locally. I had a whole team working on this. You know, night and day. You would say throughout the process. Um, you know, just with my local team as an example, we process over 550 of those uh, transactions here in town. Um, uh, in, in an average size of about $55,000. So these are really going to small businesses um, out there locally. And um, again, the, the stories and the appreciation we had from these businesses were incredible. And I would say, because the guidelines came out on Friday night before it went live, it wasn't like banks had a lot of time to learn this. And we really had to put our effort in and learn quickly. And so I will say this, it wasn't perfect. We, there were two rounds of it. Uh, and there were folks that quite honestly, even locally, you know, applied and got through and we just didn't get the funds the first round, but then the government came back through with the, the, the second round of funding. Um, and we were able to get to those folks and, and uh, really uh, it was a great process where it was our bankers connecting directly with our customers, walking them through the process, being able to deliver on this. And to this day, the funds haven't been exhausted. So as we speak, as we're taping this, um, uh, there's still funds available. So we are still helping our clients who um, have an interest in the payment protection program. And I think that's wonderful. I think that um, banks played an important role. They were complicated. You did not get any notice. You did not get you know, time to ramp up. It was, it was a Friday night, literally, like at 9 p.m. Here, yeah. here's this huge 200-page document of of guidelines, you know, and bam, go. And people are so excited and so anxious to get it. So I commend, I commend BMO Harrison and, and all the banks in our area because you really stepped up. So, you know, BMO Harris Bank has been known throughout Naperville community as, as our community bank. I mean, you give to the community. How is this um, pandemic and, and COVID-19 and this whole economic crisis going to impact your ability to support the community? You know, I would look at it two ways uh, there, Liz. I think one is looking at the support we already provide. And quite honestly, just like this has changed how people do business, how people, you know, manage their personal their personal lives, um, it's changed a little bit on the demands of our not-for-profit community and, mm -hmm. and areas that we support. Um, and we've, we've had to change with it. And I, I feel very proud of the fact that, for instance, with the District 04 and the Volunteer of the Month program that we support, uh, every month, um, where we give $1,000 in recognition to the Volunteer of the Month uh, for those schools to use as, uh, to support those programs. Um, and, uh, you know, with the schools uh, being closed during uh, the COVID pandemic, uh, you don't really have the same type of program and the needs changed. And quite honestly, the, the Education Foundation for 204 stepped in and did a nice job of providing uh, resources to help families that really were distressed during COVID because they might have lost a job or they might have lost childcare uh, or not been able to afford childcare and things like that. Uh, even not having the food for lunches and things. And so they've done a variety of things and we redirected our funds to support that program um, uh, just because that's where the greatest need was. And, and we didn't want uh, we weren't going to withhold the funds because there was no volunteer of the month anymore. We wanted to invest it somewhere. And so I think as we looked at, at um, those types of circumstances where we could shift and move our money to where it'd be more impactful, that's what we've tried to do to live up to our commitments to our community, which we absolutely are, are still fully committed uh, to supporting our communities and, and the not-for-profits that are out there. 
Um, I'd also share, I think it was exciting, NCTV did the virtual state of the city. And mm -hmm. so we were very proud of the fact that we were a big supporter mm -hmm. of that when it was going to be a live event in early March because of the, uh, the COVID virus. We deferred that um, and it eventually shifted from a live in person, very popular event mm -hmm. to the virtual event through your, uh, you know, through the expertise that NCTV brought to the table. And it was a great event and we were very proud to continue to be a big sponsor and we had uh, bankers on, we had customers on uh, via the link uh, to really participate and listen in uh, to the mayor on the state of the village. And so those were ways that I think we felt like we continued to honor our commitments out there and still actively support um, new and different ways of uh, supporting our communities and our not-for-profits. Well, we thank you for supporting um, everybody because it's, it's a huge um, a huge impact. We look to banks. Banks are great um, corporate citizens. They play a big role, whether it be in the dollars they give or putting members uh, or bankers on boards, you know, being volunteer yeah. groups, um, things like that. Banks are a wonderful part of the community. So um, totally thank you. You're also um, the presenting sponsor for Naperville Sports Weekly and you were super yes. good as we, fi we finished out that season a little unusual too. Um, it was a great show though, recognizing those teams at the end of the season and, and year and I, I can imagine how disappointing that was yeah. you know for the student athletes that are out there but I hope they also saw through that program how much people deeply cared for their experiences and where they go next in life and uh, uh, I just thought again very proud of our support of that programming and what you guys did. Well, we thank you. Um, Dave, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join me and to, tell, and to talk a little bit about BMO Harris Bank and our community. It means so much. Uh, we wish you continued success. We will keep our eyes on you. And if we, you know, anytime you need to come and chat with me again, I welcome you and we hope to chat with you again soon. All right. Thanks, Liz. Appreciate the time.